What's up, everybody? Yes, this is the Urban Culture Conversations, man. And I'm your host, Bugatti. Y'all, thank y'all for all tuning in. Thank y'all for whoever listening right now, whoever paying attention to it, man. We're going to get this shit going, man. How y'all doing today, man? How everybody doing today? Today is Thursday. You know what I'm saying? September 14, 2023, man. Thursday, man. We got one more day of Friday, man. You know what I'm saying? Friday is big payday for most people. You know what I'm saying? It's the weekend, the last day of work for a lot of people, you know. So it's a big it's a big deal. Thursday it goes down while I'm at, you know, we got the nightlife. We, we we get it in on Thursdays, man. We don't do no bullshit on Thursdays, man. Niggas get ready for Friday and the weekend, man. So I hope everybody's having a good day. I hope everybody's having a, a prosperous day and a, a blessed day. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. All right, we're going to get right into it, man. Today, we're just going to bounce around. We ain't going to have no specific uh, topic. We're going to bounce around. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything, man. I'm really trying to engage with some of the... Uh, some of my viewers and some of my listeners, the people that's out there paying attention and listening to me. So if y'all out there, you know what I'm saying, and y'all want to talk about anything, y'all can call me. Just call in, and we'll be happy to have y'all, you know, we'll be happy to talk to y'all right now. You know, we're going to get right into it, man. We're going we're gonna to kick this one off like this. We're going to talk about uh, a couple of, you know, we talk about the culture, not just black culture, but American culture, which the biggest culture in America, you know, that is black culture. So basically, so that's what we, a lot of our conversations be about, a lot of our topics is going to be about, you know, we're going, we're going to dive in a lot of things from um, politics to sports, to music, to a lot of things like that. And we're going to do a lot of uh, listening and a lot of studying. I do a lot of documentaries. I love documentaries, especially after I smoke a nice blunt, man. I sit back and look at a documentary, just to uh, just to just to feed, just to feed my brain. You know what I'm saying? Feed my mind. You know, you gotta learn something every day. It feels good to learn. It feels it it enlightens you. It's an, it it enlightens you. You know, it wakes you up, open up your eyes. It makes you think about things in a different perspective. You know, so therefore, that's why I watch documentaries and everything about movies. I really don't do too much movies. I don't really have my kids watching too much movies, but the kids nowadays, they they stuck on YouTube. They love YouTube. Boost your revenue really and drive do. growth with Google Ads. They Reach high value customers across. Kids be like two YouTube. years old, two years old, and. No, it could work a phone, like, it's different. These kids nowadays, they is way more advanced than we was, even though we was way smarter, and we was a little bit more slicker, if you ask me. Yeah. My kids just getting out of school, you know, they getting ready to start their weekend tomorrow. But I had them listening to a lot of, well, I had them learning at home. I have them doing a lot of reading, a lot of studying about uh, 
about America, not just America, about the people, about white people, about black people, about Asians, Mexicans, all different types. And I teach them not to be so racist and to be open-minded and open conversation and have open mind about being friends with different uh different people you know and different in different countries there are different types and genres of people i try to not tell them to be boxed up and they had a mind in a box i try to let them have a free mind so they could be creative you know so they could be a little different and be themselves at the end of the day i don't want them to be I don't want them to be nothing like, you know. I just want them to be themselves. I'm not gonna make them be nobody or none of that. But we're gonna dive into it. I'm trying to pull this video up, see what these people talk about. We're gonna, we're gonna listen to this for a little bit. And a couple of things I let them look at a lot of black. It's invented by a black woman. Innovative. I don't think Miss Alice Parker would want to keep you warm. Matter of fact, don't even use your thermostat or any kind of temperature control because Mr. Frederick Jones invented that too. And since we're talking about heat, Mr. George Sampson invented the dryer. So no more dry clothes for you either, unless you're hanging them on a the line. So in the wintertime, you're kind of screwed being able to get out of the elevators. Well, no more for you. Stairs for you, honey, because them automatic elevator doors were also invented by a black man. I don't think Mr. Alexander Miles wants you to ride his automatic elevator doors. You've heard stick shift because Richard Spikes, he invented automatic, so manual for you. And actually, you probably can't even drive since you're not allowed to use traffic lights. I mean, clearly, Garrett Morgan is a black man. Also, if anything ever goes down and you need to use a gas mask, well, you're going to be inhaling vapors since he also invented that. So, Whoa. no I gas mask for you either. And you got to go back to outhouses because this man invented the modern toilet. I don't think old Mr. Thomas Elkins wants you using modern toilets. Feeling safe in your home? Well, Miss Mary Brown invented the home security system so no home system for you maybe enjoy a good game of golf every now and then well you're gonna have to hit straight off the ground now because those tees well that's invented by a black man too as you can see mr george rand is not white replace super soakers with your kids cousins aunts uncles whoever no more mr lonnie johnson invented that too those chips now because mr george speck aka george crumb well, he invented those two, so no chippy snacks for you. So Not for you. Oh, actually, only rotary is for you. Hold, please. Because not only did Dr. Shirley Ann make call, invent caller ID, call waiting, she invented touch tone. No touch tone for you. Mm-mm. Your heart palpitating. Well, get rid of that pacemaker because Otis Boykin invented that. No pacemaker for you. Do you like central heat in the wintertime? Do you like how the heat distributes evenly in your home? Well, no more because you can't use it. It's invented by a black woman. I don't think Miss Alice Parker would want to keep you warm. Matter of fact, 
Don't even use your thermostat or any kind of temperature control because Mr. Frederick Jones invented that too. And since we're talking about heat, Mr. George Sampson invented the dryer. So no more dry clothes for you either unless you're hanging them on a line. So in the wintertime, you're kind of screwed being able to get out of the elevators. Well, no more for you. Stairs for you, honey, because them automatic elevators. All right. So that's just the topic of uh, a lot of black awareness and a lot of things that we did for the country. A lot of things that we did for, for all people. You know, we created a lot of things, man. It'd be kind of hard to just knock us out the box like we ain't just as equal as everybody else. But, you know, all that stuff is really coming to an end, you know, all that people being racist and back and forth arguing, all that stuff coming to an end. I can see that. I can see it coming to an end about 20 years from now. It'd be, it'd be a lot different. You know, if we all put in the work and raise our kids right, and put them on the right path and do raise them like how you know what i'm saying like we was raised we was raised to be friends with anybody that we want to be friends with it was never no barrier or not no type of people that we couldn't be cool with because i definitely had mexican friends i had white friends and all that you know uh that's just the you know that's just how things go and things that in America, how they put people against people, man. We just gonna change that, man. We gonna change that, man. Oh, how you doing? How you doing, Bright Love? How you doing today, Miss Lady? Yeah, we will. You know, things is gonna change. Things is definitely gonna get better. I like the way it's going. You know, there's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of things going on in the country that still revolve around that type of thing. But as I see it as the generations get older, is that, that all that's going to die out and it's going to die down. <coughs> and people going to be people and it's going to go back to us just looking at people on based on who they are, you know, and they, they love and their heart and the good things that they do or the things that they provide for their communities or the person that they are, you know. So that's what I judge a person on. I never seen anything to, about color or none of that. I never did that type of stuff. So basically, thank you, thank you, thank you for liking my show. Yeah, you know, I just started my show. It's a new podcast for me. You know, my name, I'm, I'm the host of Urban Culture Conversations, man. We're going to talk about everything, man. Anything that people want to talk about. We're going to talk about it, man. We're going to be truthful. We're going to be honest. I give my honest opinion. And I also take feedback. I also take bad feedback, good feedback. It doesn't really matter. It'll make me better. It'll make me smarter. Make me move different. Make me, you know, come up with more creative content for you guys. You know, I'm just starting this. I'm really, you know, I'm really a, I'm really a father. A father of four kids. I'm living in Richmond, Virginia, you know. I was born in the projects, but I was also raised in the county. So I had both types of styles of life, you know, from being poverty to my grandma getting me and me living amongst people that had money, not rich people. I'm not going to say everybody was rich or wealthy, but people had money and it was a different, it was a different atmosphere, a different a different feeling you got out there, you know, from being in a projects to being in a nice house, 
you know, not nosy people, not a lot of fighting, not a lot of arguing, but a lot of kids, and we played, we had fun, we grew up, you know, we, we did everything, man. That's 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 the difference between kids these days. They don't they don't really do. Oh, you have four kids too. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I know they keep you busy, man. I'm a single father, man. My four kids, they be all over the place, man. They definitely they definitely keep me grounded, keep me busy, man. They definitely a blessing from God. I really give I really give God thanks for them every day, you know. And just it just trips me out just to look at them and see me inside of them and see the things I do that they do and their attitudes, their moods, and their waves, or their personalities, man. They really love people, man. They really love people. They're so mature. They talk. To me. <laughs> they trip me out, man. I have a I have a good time with them every day, man. No matter what we do. Of course, we got our ins and outs. We got our ups and downs. They fight, they argue, they scream, they they get they they all over the place, man. I got a I got a son, he's what? His name's Ali, he's two years old, man. All he do in the morning is watch is watch Elmo and watch Mickey Mouse, man. I probably seen every episode about a hundred times each, man. That's all I hear in my house is Mickey Mouse. Miska Muska, I swear I dream about it, man. But that's all he do is watch that and jump all day long, man, from time he wake up to the time he take a nap. And then he open his eyes, he's jumping again, man. Then I got a six-year-old young boy. His name is King. He's just full of energy, man. He's all over the place. I'm talking about he's up and down all over the walls. He just so filled with energy. He's so kind. He's so sweet, man. And I thank God for him every day, man. Then I have a nine-year-old daughter that I can't believe she's nine already growing up so fast on me and she just such a young lady man she's such a young lady she's starting to do her own hair wake up doing her nails she want to put her lip gloss on and things like that you know I'm a dad dad so I'm like hey slow down young lady calm down just a little bit she try to tell me what to do half the time so then I got a 13 year old I got that to your old son, and he's just, he feeling himself right now. He had that time. He had, the, he had the age that he felt like you can't tell him nothing. Like, he know it, and he going to show you he know it until he looking like, oh, damn. Damn, you was right. You know, I'm like, yeah, I know. I told you so. <laughs> for real, but they are my world, for real. They, they're my world. They will keep me going. They will keep me waking up in the morning with a smile on my face. Will keep me motivated. They keep me dedicated. They keep me grounded. They keep me up. They keep me full of life, man. They keep me want to keep going for the next day, man. You know, I take them over a million dollars any day. You know. <laughs> Yeah, so you say you got an 18, a 17, an 8, and a 5. Oh, yeah, you busy. You busy. I know they be on you. And an 18, and 17, yo, oh, yeah. I'm waiting for them to get to that age. I'm waiting for them to get to that age. They be ready to ride and drive and, and, and do things that I tell them to do. <laughs> get them ready for college and things like that. I'm waiting for my son to come in now. He should be getting off the school bus. 
the 13-year-old. He just started him a new school, coming from a alternative school. So now he's in, he's back in regular school, and he's doing fine. He's a pretty smart young man. He's really like the work is easy to him. He's a he's a smart guy, man. It just like you know he just um he just had a little attitude problem when he was in sixth grade. So they sent him to alternative school. So now he's back in regular school. He's back in regular programming. And he's doing he's doing awesome since the school year started. Out. He's doing good. I ain't had no troubles, no calls, no complaints. So I'm real, I'm real proud of him. I just hope that he 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 get to thrive. Like I know that he can do, you know, but I know that he can thrive and, and find out what he wanna do in life after school. I'm trying to get him to figure that out as a young man, because I know how hard that is once you get to about the age of 18, 17. I know how hard it was for me when I figured, well, I thought I was going to be playing basketball in the NBA or I was going to be in the NFL or, you know, the next hottest rapper out. And that didn't happen. I didn't know what I was going to do. Wish I had somebody around me to teach me and tell me. He said, uh, my ATO brought and cooked dinner last night. It was great. Oh yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. What did she cook? Which I have a dinner last night. Oh yeah, eighteen year old's a young chef, huh? He's chefing in the kitchen. He Congrats. Kudos, man. That's all right, man. That's what I'm waiting for. She made chili. Oh, yeah, I like chili. I like chili. It got to be a little spicy, though. I like the little, I like a little spice to my chili, you know? That's all. Little crackers. I take the Ritz crackers on the side of the chili, man. It sounds good. A little cheese on the top. <laughs> I know it's my nips. It sounds great, though. Yeah, thank y'all. Thank y'all again for uh, tuning in to Urban Culture, man. I'm your host, Bugatti. You know, and I'm just a down-to-earth guy, you know, down-to-earth type of dude. I don't really do a lot of too much of the drama and partying and clubbing scenes. Of course, I like to turn up sometime, but, you know, I got a lot. I like to do a lot of studying. I like to do a lot of, uh, now I like to do a lot of, uh, creating things, I like drawing, I love art, I love traveling, seeing different people, seeing how they live in their countries, talking to different people, interacting with different people, just to understand us as the one, as human beings, you know, that's what you gotta do, to find out who you are, a lot of people walk around and don't know who they is as a person, don't know, don't have no limitations. A lot of people don't know, don't have no morals or no respect. Like, I was raised on that. I was raised by my grandma, pretty older lady. So I have a lot of respect. Oh, yeah, you put the sour cream on that. See, now you're making me want some chili. Now I might have to go get me some chili tonight. You doing that to me, girl. You making me want some chili. <laughs> For real, that sounds delicious. Yeah, but we're going to continue the conversation, man, in the urban hood, man. We're going to keep it going.
Thank y'all for kicking it with me. Thank y'all for being here. Cause you could have been anywhere else in the world. But you are here with me. So I really appreciate that. Right now, the weather out this zone is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's not too hot. It's not too sun shining. It's about, what, 80 degrees out here in Richmond, Virginia, man. They're going to bring everybody outside today. Guys, clear, sunshine. Everybody ride. Beautiful day, man. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Definitely. I love days like this because there's so much dark days, man. So much great clouds and things that happen that people can't explain. And that, you know, people just don't. People just don't don't care some some people just don't care about people man some people don't have that that in no man that love they want to see everybody happy and everybody get along and everybody working together as a community as a whole for us to bring each other up everybody a lot of people is selfish on their wants and needs you know a lot of people want a lot of things. A lot of people need a lot of things. But sometimes you got to stop and just be thankful for what you got. For real. Can't keep doing that one. And how you stressed out. How you doing? For real, for me, I just be trying. Count my blessings. Thank God every day that I wake up. Keep it going. That's what count, man. That's what count. What count is what you what 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 impact that you leave on this earth? Cause we all gotta go one day, you know. And us us that having kids, we are we have people living what well, we're living through them. So we're never gonna die. Of course, we we always gonna you know. As long as they still alive and they having kids and they having kids, we always gonna leave our mark and always gonna live within our kids. So that's why people gotta spend extra time with them, even though it's hard to do that when there's a lot of life things going around or going on, life situations, a lot of things that uh that typically like you need or that you going without or have you stressed out. Sometimes you got to just let that go and just put that in God's hands. Because that's the only one. That's the only one that's going to be there. That's the only one. You got to have faith. You got to believe. You got to believe, man. And you got to definitely take advantage. Advantage of the things that you do have. Advantage of the tools that you have, you know. And see your own gifts and your own talents within yourself and within other people and, and, and try to bring them out. It'll make a better place, man. Because when everybody when everybody know their purpose in life and everybody has something to do and everybody is, you know, is focused on doing what they're supposed to do, that's when things is going to go well. When people have a purpose in life, but they can't really figure it out. And they're not doing typically what they're supposed to be doing 
or what they put here to do or what they are what God gave them the gift to do, then that's when they go left. You know? Things go left quick. Situations happen, things happen out the cut. So for us to stay busy, for us to stay motivated, for us to stay stay moving and productive. You know, it definitely keep your mind grounded. It definitely keep you, definitely keep you calm at a at a at a point that you know what you're supposed to do. You you know what I'm saying? It keep out the way, man. It keep you definitely keep you out the way. I'm about 36. At the age of what 23, I probably lost 10, 10 friends by then. You know. I be seeing more younger people die. We'll put it like this. I be seeing more younger obituaries than older people obituaries. You know, now, a lot from killing, a lot being murdered, a lot of people ODing, <coughs> and things of that. Like, that's another topic. Like, the drugs is out here. They put the fender all in everything. People taking it, they're ODing, they're dying. People cannot help them. I don't brought, I don't had to hit a lot of people with Narcan since the pandemic. Before the pandemic until now, I probably brought back, probably saved about fifteen lives, man. And it's not even just asking for clout or anybody's giving me kudos or good job. It's not for that. It's it was for them, not me. You know, to bring people back off of that or to see them. Uh, off the off the drug and going into corrosions or seizures or foaming from the mouth or passed out and unresponsive and you gotta bring them back to life to see their tongue blue or their eyes roll behind their head and gone like to bring them back you know it's a it's a lot of things they putting out here to kill us you know what I'm saying so you definitely gotta watch what you putting in your body. You know, drugs not always the answer. I ain't gonna act like I'm the best man in the world. Or I ain't never did drugs before. Of course, we all go through things and situations that you have to do something to make you feel better, or to, to uplifting you, or to make you to make you forget about the situation. Basically, you know. But I get tired of seeing that. You know, I get tired of seeing that. Overhearing that, or hearing somebody passed away from or overdose, or a bad pill. All our youths and youngest that I even people that I watch grow up like. I've seen girls sixteen years old, addicted to dope, walking around with their mama and their mama addicted to dope. They sniffing dope. Their mama shooting it up. You know. 18, beautiful young girl. By the age of 22, she's strung out. She's shooting dope. Her arms is terrible. Bumps everywhere. She, she's gone, like, with her kids. But her mama's still the same, walking around there, and they both trying to find the next hit. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the bad part of the culture. That's the bad part of you know, being at the bottom or being in a community that's 
trying to cope off of drugs. Which they put out here because if they didn't want us to have it, it wouldn't even be here. It wouldn't even exist. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't exist. The shit wouldn't even be around if they didn't want us to have it. Shit. Believe that. They give us everything that they want want to give us to kill our, to kill ourselves and to kill each other all. But we ain't going to keep talking about that. We're going to talk about life, man, because we living. We definitely living, man. I'm definitely living, man. Hope y'all living too, man. You know? Oh, yeah, I know. I know that. I had uncles and seeing people off of alcohol. You know, that's a big, that's big. Down of my family, a lot of alcoholics, you know. I really don't like alcohol, to be honest myself, but I've seen a lot of people battling with that. With that addiction of alcohol and that shit, alcohol is different. Like, alcohol changes you. I don't know what people say. I could smoke 10, 20 blunts, and I ain't going to do nothing but get hungry and sleepy. But I drink a bottle of that alcohol, I'm going to think I'm goddamn a credible hawk. For real. Might not know what I did or what happened. Alcohol is definitely, definitely a strong drug and hard to... It's definitely a drug that you cannot be yourself off of. You cannot. Too much of that, you can't be yourself. I don't see it. It breaks up. A, it got. It messes up a lot of uh, households. It uh, messes up a lot of families. It, it, it tear down people's careers and dreams. Yes. That junk. Alcohol is, is strong. And I hope anybody that is battling with alcohol addiction that they go get help. And anybody that's battling with dope addiction, they go get help, man. Cause we gonna talk about life, man. We living, man. Us, man. We gonna live, man. We gonna we gonna we gonna show our kids life and what what things could be, man. We gonna make this better, man. We gonna make this a beautiful place. It's about to be twenty twenty four, y'all. Real fast. This year don't flew past. We ain't got nothing but a couple of months. I'm waiting for next month, October 12th. That's my birthday right there. You know what I'm saying? That's Bugatti birthday. Everybody got that. Write that down, man. Y'all make sure y'all tune in with me, man. That's definitely my birthday, man. Y'all make sure y'all kick it with me. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely Superman juice. How you know I was a Libra? Because the way I'm talking. But you must be a Libra, too. Yeah, I'm a lucky Libra. You know, I'm balanced. You know, I gotta, I, I, I deal with off of balance. You know, I'm a little, I got a big heart, you know. I love heart. Oh, yours, October 19th. That's crazy. Yeah, mine's on the 12th, man. Yeah, so we turned, though, man. We turned, man. I mean, you turned for next month. What's your name? What's your name? We turned. We turned next month, man. We turning up, man. I'll be 36, man. I'll be an old man, man. I'll be 36. I call that Jerome Bennett's because that's Jerome Bennett's number, man. I'll be 36. But I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for that day, man. I'm going to turn up and enjoy myself, man, with my family. Everybody been asking me what I'm going to do. I don't know I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I ain't made my mind out. But I know I definitely want to go out of town, man, or go home. Go up Northern Virginia or go to D.C. for a night or two, man, turn up. I ain't really too big on hitting the club, but I know I definitely want to go out 
go out and do some things, go on a waterfront, want to go, definitely want to eat, I definitely want to, you know, enjoy my time and do do something different since I'm turning 36, and since I'm turning 36, I was going to get fly, I was going to put some J's and shit on, but I'm getting old, so I said, not this year, man, I might throw on a little something, you know what I'm saying, to show my age, man, I might, might throw on a little button up or something, man, might put a little suit on, just a little casual, man, on my grown, man, gotta get on my grown, man, oh, you gonna be 40, oh, you there, you there, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get to where you at, right there, man, that big four, oh, alright, and welcome to the 40 club, you know, <laughs> that's alright. I'm trying to make it to that age now. I'm 36. I feel like I'm 40. I mean, I'm still in good shape. I still look nice, you know. I ain't even got no grades yet, but I'm sure they come. I just, I just be feeling the aches and pains, man. Ain't like, I, ain't like it was when I was 20. When I was, tw- <coughs> excuse me. <y'all. coughs> yeah, ain't like it was when I was 20, man. When I was 20, I was able. I was able to goddamn wake up out the bed, brush my teeth, take a shower, hit the street fast, or just get up fast, hopping, playing with the kids, run around, go play basketball, come back. Now, I be looking like, damn, I can't believe they running up and down that court. I get on the court, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be busting out in the sweat the first possession, man. Lightheaded and wheezing. <laughs> For real. I ain't that young no more, man. Getting up there. Peace to everybody that's 30 and over, too, man. Shout out to all my 30 and over people, man. We we, we still out here, all my 80s babies. Definitely shout out, man. That was a beautiful time in, in America, a beautiful time in my life. Basically, in my mama's life. Because every time I hear about the 80s, I heard the 80s was jumping. I heard they had a good old time. I said, I know y'all had a good old time. When the conversations I be talking to my mama, like, mom, what y'all was doing in the 80s? And she be telling me, like, boy, you don't know, y'all ain't, y'all ain't doing nothing like we do. And it's, you know, we got smoke, you ain't smoke nothing like we was smoking. I'm like, all right. I know y'all was getting it in the 80s, man. We just trying to, we just trying to make our mark on the world, man. So definitely, man, the next generation taking over, man, soon. So we got to, we got to be down on them, man. We got to better them, the, 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 the good qualities of a person, man. You know, love, respect, honesty, you know, things like that, man. And bet that on kids, man. Teach them, man. Teach them how to share. Teach them how to care, man. Teach them how to have compassion. Teach them how to treat a lady. If it's a young boy, young man, definitely teach that young man how to treat a lady or how to treat his woman, how to treat his sisters, man. It's it's not it's not too corny to open the open the door for your lady, man. If you're a gentleman, it's not too corny. To bring your woman some flowers, man. To tell her she's beautiful every day. To, you know, it's hard to do because you get caught inside of life, man. And things is happening. Your mind racing. But you got to keep those things. You got to keep those things in the play every day. Consistency. Because it, it, it helps build up character. It helps a person get over when you don't even know that they're going through something. Or they feel some kind of way. And you tell them they're beautiful. Or you tell them they look nice today. Or you tell them you like their shoes. It's good, man. Everybody get somebody a compliment today, man. 
Everybody compliment somebody, man. Everybody tell a woman they beautiful, man. If you and if you're a woman, man, tell your husband he's handsome. Tell him he's intelligent, he's smart, or he's the greatest. Even if you feel like he's not, man, that's definitely gonna help. That's definitely gonna help. That's gonna build him up. It's gonna build his character. That's gonna make him feel better as a man. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta work on that. Cause man, we really don't get too much into that, man. And emotional, and, and, and our emotions. You know, it's hard to be a man out here and be real emotional. It can't be like that. We gotta be tough, man. We gotta be hard all the time. We gotta be strong. We gotta be reliant. We gotta be. A lot of things we gotta be to be a man in America, man. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work with us, y'all women. You gotta work with us. And then at the, on the other end, it's hard to be a woman. You know, they gotta be dependent. If they're a mother, they got a lot of things they gotta do. You know, shit. They gotta be a nurturer. They gotta be looking after their kids. Gotta be cooking. They gotta be cleaning. They got to keep up with all they activities and work and things for their kids and appointments and it's not easy it's definitely not easy or just being a woman you know and dealing with dudes that's disrespectful or people that don't know how to talk to a lady or disrespect ladies and and, and just abuse a lady period like putting your hands on her or just uh physical abuse anything like that man anybody that's dealing with that type of relationship or dealing with that type of uh, person, man, get the hell away from them. You know, get away from them. Even if it's a woman or a man, don't 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 allow nobody to be abusive to you to the point that you don't feel like you're being yourself. You gotta be yourself and a person gotta love you for who you are as a person and a whole and get to know you more as a person so they can get along with you or understand your situations and understand your moods understand why you feel the way you feel or look at you and know what's wrong without even asking a question because you're around that person so much you know it's dealing with a little bit of those type of things because there's a lot of people out here with the wrong people man and it's like all right we all probably got a soulmate our soulmate out there or <coughs> and all you probably was in a relationship with a person that you knew from high school and y'all grew up and grew out of it. A lot of people I know they have babies and then they break up, and that and that's definitely not good for a household, you know. Especially if they can't co-parent together to raise that child or can't get along, and then that person end up the woman end up break they breaking up. Then the woman end up getting another boy, another man, and they in a relationship. Now the baby daddy mad at him because she got somebody. You know, don't have that nigga around my kids. You can't be like that. Oh, don't have that bitch around my kids. It can't be like that. We ain't together no more. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta come together as a, as a, as a, as a, as, as parents to take care of them kids. We have to overlook how we feel about that person and and think and base it on the kids, man. We can't be selfish to our own. To our own emotions, man, or our own feelings, man. We can't, we can't, we can't be like that. You'll lose every time. Ain't nobody's gonna win in that type of situation, you know. To get together and y'all raising kids as a unit, both of y'all, 
even day two, the mama, the baby daddy and his girlfriend and the baby mama and her boyfriend, y'all get together, yeah. Raise some kids, man. And if it's a baby daddy or a baby, I mean, if it's a boyfriend or girlfriend that don't like the kids or not respectful to the kids or don't want no kids, and then get, get rid of them. You have a child. It's it's the it's the child over everything. You can't you can't do that. We're we're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Get rid of them. They gotta go. Oh yeah, you heard school bus. I'm outside right now. I'm outside, and people keep in the cars riding down up and down the street because it feels so nice out here. I was in the house for a little bit. I had to step outside, man, get some of this beautiful air. It's so nice out here. We ain't gonna have too much of these nice days, man. You know, falling. So winter gonna come soon. It's gonna get cold out here. It's gonna get cold, man. Everybody's gonna be bundled up, man. Everybody's time to bundle up, you know, coats, boots out. You might have to bring your scarves out, man. You might have to bring out your gloves, man. It's gonna get cold this winter, definitely. It's just so so surprising at how fast this year has gone past and how much things happened in this year already. It's really moving, man. All right, well, uh, what do you say you was calling from again? You can call in. I'd love to talk to you. If you want to, we can call in. I think you said you was calling from Michigan. Oh, yeah. I, I better do feel good out there. I know. I get cold out there, though. It get cold out there. Oh, yeah. Hello? Hello. Yeah, what's going on? You say you was calling from Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Michigan right now. I'm outside enjoying the weather, too. Just listening to you. So much yeah. I agree with, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Just yeah. To be I knew. I knew you were a Libra. Actually, I had it all typed out. As soon as you were going through, like, all the things you like, I'm like, I'm dealing with a Libra. I can tell. <laughs> I like, even had it typed out. Are you a Libra? I'm like, that's a little forward. That's a little presumptuous. But then you, like, uh, verified verified oh, it yeah. for me. I was like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, we leave a gang. You know, we running the world right now. Heck yeah. I only just wish we were twins, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Just chilling, man. What type of things y'all like doing in Michigan? What type of things y'all got going on out there? Oh, man. It is such a beautiful area. I'm surrounded by lakes, and I, I've lived a lot of places. I've lived uh, in California. I've lived yeah. in Washington. I've, well, Washington I'm very well-traveled. Washington State. <laughs> Okay, okay, so okay. I I moved all the way across the country to escape oh, my toxic people, <laughs> you know. But sometimes you gotta do that, though. Sometimes you gotta do that. So sometimes, so sometimes. Did, you find sometimes. Any peace since you did that? Did I what? Is it more peace? I said, did you find any peace since you did that? Was it easy? I on did. You? I did. I found a lot of peace, and I I left a lot of um. What's the um? What's the word I want to say? I left a lot of baggage. Uh-huh. Uh, at, in Michigan, like like toxic people, but small town thinking, huh? Yeah. So in yeah, so you you come like if you leave a small, predominantly white town 
with nothing going on and you move to like Tacoma, Washington or <laughs> or Monterey, California and you're exposed to diversity, you leave things behind back in Michigan. Like cuz this town that I'm in right now is very um well, small and white. <laughs> small and predominantly white. You know, and and a lot of people never leave this town and I always encourage my younger children, um, my young, my, my children, my children yeah. that to, to go experience the world. There's more than just this town out there. In, town. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it, like where I'm cool. living at. Like Richmond is a lot of people that stuck, that's stuck in Richmond. There's a lot of people stuck in just communities, like in communities, like people just, you know, in the projects that would never lead the projects or like even for a day. And that'd be sad to see things like that, man, when this world is so big and there's so much opportunities, so much things that you can, you can do or see that'll make you open your eyes up different to life. Like everybody, like, I hate that. That's living in a box. That's what I call it. Yeah. They live and die in the same old town and never go anywhere. They just stay. (laughs) That's no fun, man. That's boring. See the same yeah. thing, same things going on every year. Here got this little festival and that. You want to go, you want to go view different things, man. You want to see different atmospheres, see different people, man. Different Get culture. Yeah. Different culture. I mean, it's exciting. It, it's it's exciting. it is. It is. It's thrilling. Yeah, you'd be like, well, you'll you'll be surprised once you do it, like. Dang, I should have been did this. This should have been goddamn. Like, oh, <laughs> right? I was at a point in my life right now because, you know, I wasn't raised in Richmond, but I've been living here since I had my kids. I was at a point that I was ready to pick up and go somewhere just for a different, you know, atmosphere. You know, because I'm tired of this. There's a lot of drama out here. Even though I'm not never wrapped up in it and I know how to curve it, but. It's a lot of just drama boiling around, and I don't want kids to even, you know, get older and and, and see see some things that I seen with my eyes. Like I don't want them to see that or have to go through that. Even though I know I can't hide them from the world, but at the same time, this right here, I know this is not it. It's not right. I understand that. Have its good sides. This is beautiful. It's a beautiful community. It's a nice city. You know, got it got it got some good people out here, got some bad people, but it's like it's not a lot of things to do for children. You know, it's not a lot of it's not like community centers that can go in without signing up. It's not even like basketballs and football teams that they can play without signing up. I mean, of course you got to sign up, but paying for things. You know, everything out here is money. You got to pay for everything. And I yeah. was raised in D.C. And coming from D.C. to Richmond is like going back in town to me because D.C. is more of an urban town. And they they they, they push that on you like they got community centers. You can go in early in the morning. You don't have to you don't got to do number sign your name on the paper. You can go get on the computer. You can go do whatever. They got dance classes in there. They can sign you up for that. If you want to be a cheerleader, you just getting out there. They can sign you up for that or stuff like that. I just think that kids need more of that type yeah. of community for the community to make to make people be more successful 
or people to get along with our own people and our get along with people. Right. I, I agree with that. I mean, I in any community, no matter the color or the culture, idle hands are the devil's playground, man. <laughs> if you ain't got a, a purpose to be chasing or a dream to be chasing, you might just fall into to the bad ways, you know? Yeah, easy, because easy, it's, 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 it's peer pressure every day, you know, especially for kids anyway. Then when you're a kid, you really don't know the difference. It looks, looks like that's fun and exciting. Well, really, really, oh, is, yeah. really is really dead in your dreams. <laughs> and then, right. <laughs> well, kids, um, they, I think that is probably a really good conversation topic that, I mean, these kids these days, they're not, I don't know, like, there's a lot of parents. It's not the kids, it's the parents, you know? The parents aren't setting limitations. They aren't wanting more for themselves so the kids see that and they role model it i mean if you got a a parent that's on their phone all the time or in front of a screen all the time guess what their kids are doing they on their screen all the time (laughs) they're gonna be in front of a tv being raised by that tv that's the technology man taking over I know when we was younger, we played. I know I, shit, I we played outside. We had plenty of games we can play. You know, my grandma wasn't big on technology. We couldn't even touch a TV during the week while we was in school. There was more. I think it was more stricter. You know, I'm strict yep. too with my kids, but I think in our generation that the parents was more strict. You know, and then it wasn't just your parents that were strict. You had to worry about other parents in the community they were strict on you too and nowadays people is real sensitive about their kids and like you say something to a kid they why are you saying this to my kid like why is you coming to me saying i just told your kid to not do that that wasn't a good idea so you know and kids know that and i feel oh, like yeah. our grandmothers our grandmothers and in, in that generation and our generation our grandmothers was more active and it was more mature parents then now is a lot of younger right. parents now and they just want to be cool with the kids they just want to be the kid's friend and not want to you know not want yeah to, you got to draw the line between parenthood and friendship no because they're gonna sure you give them enough rope they're gonna keep on taking it they ain't gonna a kid is smart, and they'll hang themselves with it too <laughs> so, you know gotta, Gotta, Give them too much rope. Yep. They hang themselves. <laughs> yup, and it it is sad. It's sad. Um, my house didn't have a whole ton of strictness because there was just so so much going on. But I am thankful. Um, my mom actually put me into a private school, which I hated. I hated at the time, but it it actually gave me a real good moral base for judgment you know i may may not always go in that way but i know what is right and what is wrong (laughs) so i I know how to treat people so that's good (laughs) but (laughs) and it's interesting trying to raise four kids and not having that that solid 
parenthood to look up to, though, you know? Yeah, it is. Because my dad, like you were saying, alcohol runs in your family. My dad was my my alcoholic hero, <laughs> you know? And my mom had schizophrenia. So there was, like, two different things in opposition working against them being the best parents they could be to me. Uh-huh. And it's neat looking looking back at it now <laughs> 35 on my way to 40 <laughs> you know <laughs> and being like man <laughs> man I, i'm really i'm real lucky i didn't fall in the um i don't know the crevice of statistics because statistically i shouldn't be doing good <laughs> at all <laughs> just, just like just like how I grew up. I grew up, uh, my dad, he was, he was, I sent, I mean, I knew who my father was early, but basically, uh, I went to live with my grandma, with all my cousins and my brothers. So it was like nine of us living together with my grandma. She was older. My grandma was probably 65 at the time. So, and we was young kids with a she- whole lot of energy. So it was like, how did she keep up with us? And she was really down on us when I look back at it. Like, she didn't let a lot of things, uh, let us get away with a lot of things. She was real strict, had us in church and stuff like that. And I'm happy she did that for us because coming from where we came from, just like you said, statistically, it was no, we shouldn't even be here now, you know? And a yeah. lot of people yep. that that we left when we was kids to move out Woodbridge, they're they're not here. A lot of people, yep. a lot of either locked up or oh, yeah. gone, or they out here not doing good at all. So I hear that that the man the mental health crisis and the um the uh, drug crisis I mean is just ridiculous ridiculous it's taking lives right and left and i had uh i was just working in a hotel motel six for about a year so that's what i was talking about when i was bringing a lot of people home i'm bringing a lot of people back off of uh off of fendall and odin off of dope because they had programs in there that people was that they was paying for their rooms that they could stay there Mm-hmm. People were still doing drugs, and a lot of people was old. Then it was it was crazy, man. It was crazy. It was calling me. I'm going to a room. Got to grab the Norcan just to see that, just to keep on seeing it happen. Like to on the streets, to going to work, to that. It, it's sad, and seeing young people on the dope and drugs. It was just never cool, and it was never cool to me when I was getting older. Like I knew I seen. I seen my uncles, aunties do shit, so I already knew. I'm like, I'm, I never do, you know. I never want to look like that. Never want to do nothing like that. So I knew what I was yeah. there for. But these young kids, I don't seen people younger than me, what, 20 and 25. They out here smoking, cracking, doing dope like crazy. Like you, 23 and you doing dope and smoking crack. That is crazy to me. But I don't say right. like, I, I don't know what they've been through in their life or what type of, you know what I'm saying, upbringing they had. So I never judge people, but I just don't understand because I know where I came from and I seen that and it was around me. So I'm like, if I can make it to 36 without even trying those things, how 
how is it possible that a person that's 23 years old is addicted to both of those? Like, that's, that's, right. That's like and what's said. sad is it probably started in their teens, you know? Huh? Like, it, it starts sooner and sooner and sooner and little kids with no supervision, little supervision, little supervision, yep. um, get it in their heads that this thing's a cool thing. And, and they find out how uncool it is, <laughs> you know, yeah, once they're yeah. in it. Once it, once it take over, it takes over. They don't even look the same no more. No. Oh, no. There's, there's definitely been times where I've run into people and, and it was like, I ain't seen them in a decade. And I'm like, sir, are you okay? <laughs> you look like you're going to die tomorrow. <laughs> you look like you're going to die. And that shit hurts. That shit hurts. That's sad. But it got to be like that. And then people got to go that far off the, you know, go, go that far to find out that they're gone. And some of them still don't even try to get back. Some of them is too mm-hmm. late. Some people do, though. I done seen some people get back in and do good. I just pray that oh, they, yeah. they come up with some type of solution. Even kids, I don't lost I don't lost little cousins to bad pills and stuff like that. Like things like that. Like they gotta change. They gotta change this the the, the stuff they got out here, man. And I figured they want it out here because if they didn't want it out here, it wouldn't be out here. It wouldn't be. Right? Yeah. I mean, they, they come get it. <laughs> they didn't want us to be doing it to ourselves. Um, I think I wandered into a show. I was talking about population control the other day. And it's like, man. <laughs> man, that makes that, you think. That's what it is. After, after Corona, like when Corona hit, that's what I already figured that out. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's got to be population control because... That's what's going on. They they killing out all the people that was real already sick. People was passing left and right and things happening. And then I think that's when Fendall hit too. Then that happened. I'm like, what's going on? People turning to zombies out here and shit. Things are just going mm-hmm. left quick. I'm like, oh yeah, this is off the chain. This yeah, let me run this one by you. I got a conspiracy theory for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if everybody thinks about this one, but... Um, when the government says yes to something that they've been saying no to for like so many years and like trying to push it down where there's an uproar, right? Like, I am not homophobic at all. Zero. But you think there's a huge push for, you know, for openness in this because of population control? I'm I'm thinking it is. I'm thinking it's, it's, it's... To, to stop the, you know, to stop the creative children, like that's what it gotta yeah. be, and they, and, and they pushing it because it's on the TVs, it's on every TV show. I can't even sit back and watch a a, a, a series without even seeing stuff like that. And it, it, I'm not no homophobic, but I don't like to watch yeah. anything that got a bunch of homophobic stuff in it i can't i can't do it it kind of i gotta turn it off but they it's that's it's everywhere now like when i was younger i wasn't i never really used to i never had to ask my mom or my uncle like is that a girl or is that a dude like i never used to have to do that (laughs) now right right look at me i'd be like just look straight it's a it's a man keep going like and they out here 
you know, it's, it's, it's getting bigger and bigger. The community getting bigger and bigger with them. And I don't know where it's, where it stems from. Well, it got to be coming from the household and how they was raised and things that happen to them. But I'm thinking they pushing it. They they pushing it more. But they seeing it more than we seen it when they was kids. It's everywhere now. It's up in our face now. Yep. It's true. It's true. But I mean, you know, I I think of it very big picture type esque. I mean, there's uh, so many, you know, maybe maybe it is part population control because you put a girl with a girl and you put a boy with a boy and and there isn't procreation going on, you know, with conception. No, <laughs> and right, but it, it does kind of solve some problems. I mean, there are there are so many kids, so many kids in foster care right now, you know, That's that serious. would love a loving home and like I said, I'm I'm not a homophobic at all. I'm I have two gay daughters, you know. <laughs> not not a big deal at all love and support all the way but um it, it would solve some problems yeah it will. pushing it will. this it will it will it's not but at, at the same time i'm very traditional you know i i've definitely been in a room with people in a group and when a, a commercial comes on and like what the heck? <laughs> and then I just watch, <laughs> and you see the whole room go, Ugh. and it's like eh. it doesn't bother me, but I get it, you know. Like it is, is in your face. Yeah, it's everywhere now. So I think you got to deal with it more than back in the day. You just got to, and then it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of gays. Coming out with businesses too is a lot of successful. This is a lot of successful yeah. people. It's like that. So and now it's boosting it's, it's the economy. For stage, yeah. Mm -hmm. music, even when they performing or music or anything like that, and it and it kinds of it, it kind it kinds of make it stronger. It kind of make it stronger, but at the same time, people have a right to be who they want to be. So that's the type of person I am. So I don't never judge nobody on who they is or what they do and stuff like that. As long as they don't do nothing evil, I don't see, you know, but when it gets to right. that point, when it gets to that point, I just think everybody going, we just got to stand back with our kids and make sure our kids stay safe. Make sure our kids not confused. Like, that's right. the only thing with I mean, me. It's, just, it's confusing to the younger kids. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. Kids. Oh, it would be. It would be. But you just teach them the golden rule and go on. I mean, you definitely still want to make kids aware, like the abuse stuff you were talking about and domestic violence. Um, yep. So many people growing up in it don't even know they're in it because they don't understand the different abuses there are out there. And right. I think it's more important to teach them about that than to steer them away from, you know, people who might be gay. You know, wow. because for me, having two gay daughters, I, I don't care as long as they're happy. But yeah. I want them to be aware there can be an abuse, abusive partner, and it could be any sex. <laughs> uh -huh. so, it don't matter what can. Yeah, it could. And as long as they're happy and they're safe and they, you know. Mm-hmm.
they were being themselves. Yep. You can't blame nobody for being themselves. I, I encourage the person to be themselves. I'd rather a person be, if you're gay, then just be gay, man. Be happy with being yourself and be you. Don't try to not be yourself because other people don't like it, you know. I don't never encourage stuff like that. Cause that's what it brings back, people being mean to people because they invest. Uh, that's why I teach my kids, like, nah, don't never pick on nobody for who, who they are as a person. People are going to be they self, so you got to expect that. And let them yeah. be they mm -mm. self. It's true. True. Yeah, man, it's good talking to you, man. What's your name again? 86 Bad Love, but you can call me Crystal. <laughs> That's right, fine. Crystal. You make sure you uh you make sure you keep tuning in to me, man. I I be looking out for you. I'll be waiting to talk to you again. That's awesome. Yeah, I just wanted to welcome you to the pod. I ain't seen you on before, so hey. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thanks for checking me out. Yeah, you definitely made my day. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. It was a good show and it was a good topic too. Yeah, just kind of bounce around. Just, you know, talk about a little bit of everything. Anything that's open and people got any situations or conversations to talk about, you know, I'm down. I'm just going to be honest and be myself and talk about how I feel. That's about it. Well, so you that's enjoy the best, rest that's of the best way to be. You to too. Enjoy your dinner. kids. I think I might do like you said. I think I might make some chili tonight. Get yourself some chili. Now, do you do it with the beans or do you do it with the potatoes? Because not everyone is a bean person. I didn't know this, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to do it with the beans, but I don't know. I don't know about the potatoes, but I got to do it with the beans. I didn't either, but I tried it and it wasn't bad. <laughs> oh, it wasn't bad. It was good with the potatoes in there. It, it was good with the potatoes. I, I Last night it was all beans, but. I've tried the potato way, and I'm okay, okay. with that, too. <laughs> All right, I think I might do the thing way. I might have to try the potatoes one day, though. All right, you have a good do it. day. I want to hear. All right, I'm going to let you know. Have a lovely day. All right, you too. All right, everybody, man. This is your host, Mr. Bugatti, man. You know, this is Urban Culture conversation man we're gonna close it out on this right here man we had a good we had a good topic today we had a good show today man we don't cover a couple of topics uh we'll talk to some we don't talk we don't talk to miss uh 86 bad love man she done came on the show thank you for showing that respect thank you for checking this out today man everybody enjoy the rest of your day man and hope y'all have a beautiful day man once again you look good you feel good, you do good. It's all good. And it's Mr. Bugatti. And it's the Urban Culture Conversations. Peace.